Salutations, people. Salutations. We got uh, Great Dane bringing us in. That's usually who does it, if it's not uh, X-Boy. Yep, I love music. Salutations. I didn't get around. Shucks, you know what? Let me go ahead and take care of that right now. Let me go ahead and do that right now. Put in the link for our exclusive members program in the chat. Yeah, the music is low-key lit. Casual Fredo, it's always lit over here. Salutations, everybody. Wow, um, world's going to hell in a handbasket, right? Things are getting crazy. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode that we did with Nino Rodriguez, David Nino Rodriguez. Uh, a couple weeks ago, he made a viral video exposing Pedogate, the roundups, everything else that was going on. And we had him on the show to talk about Pedogate Hollywood, coronavirus stuff as well. Uh, making sure that your mind doesn't go on lockdown while we're all in lockdown. Uh, you guys heard me actually talk about sobriety. You've heard me talk about getting clean, getting closer to God, my spirituality, and all that other stuff. So if you didn't listen to that episode, you missed out. Uh, it was a good way for you to kind of get like some insight into where my head's at. We will be having on... Uh, a UV light specialist and an IV therapist on the show uh, in the coming weeks. Not only to talk about the benefits of vitamin C, vitamin D3, but also how light can be used as a disinfectant in the body uh, in relationship to the coronavirus. So whenever you have people manipulating the message that light could be used as a disinfectant, that's because they're ignorant. Like there are for real people out there that are injecting like light into themselves. Like it's super cool. So we're going to have somebody on to talk about that to educate myself, the audience, and more. I'm excited. Um, there's a lot of things that I wanted to jump up over here and talk to you guys about. I've got an endless amount of topics. You know, you guys can't see it, but here's an entire page full of scribbles that I've condensed down into at least three different sections. Um... But, you know, I'm not going to lie. Part of me wanted to talk about just, you know, where my head's at. You know, well, what's all going on? What it all means? And kind of like, you know, where, where, where we're at, like on a trajectory. And I should let you guys know this now. You might hear uh, my chickens and my little baby chicklets chirping in the background. They're now nine weeks old. And so I started letting them out. So they're bonding. I took off, uh, what was it? I took off last week to interview David Nino Rodriguez. Ironically enough, I said that I wasn't going to do Instagram Live. I ended up doing an interview with somebody else. I didn't do an exclusive member show uh, the weekend before last. And I didn't stick with you guys uh, the previous two Tuesdays ago. The reason I'm trying to give you a timeline is to let you know that it's not easy to get up over here to talk about this type of stuff uh, day after day, week after week looking at this type of stuff. Uh, I won't lie. Part of me just wants to walk away and, uh, you know, sit out here over on the farm, man, take care of the garden, hang with the chickens and the pups and just chill, make tea, you know, do my thing. Part of me just doesn't want to get involved with any of this. But that's also why I have to realize that that's not how the good Lord above made me. That's that's the cowardice. 
You get me? That's the uh, that's the fear talking, real talk. And whenever I take breaks, whenever I take time off, that's me getting like recalibrated. You get me? Because now you're having protests erupt nationwide for people trying to reopen. You hear people exposing Bill Gates, the vaccines, all these other things. And so I was there back in fucking January. It's goddamn March, or goddamn May, Cinco de Mayo, bro. People just now catching up. So I was months ahead of where we were at, and it was just horrible to see us kind of sleepwalk into this position that we're at now. You get me? And so as I see people just, you know, offer up their DNA, offer up their freedom, offer up their individuality, you know, put that ball gag called the mouth, the, the mask on, put them chains on called the gloves, and abide by the, the social pressure, that was a little bit overwhelming for me. I freaked out. People telling me, hey, put your mask on. I started shouting at people. Explaining to them, you don't understand what you're doing right now. Now we're hearing, now we're actually hearing about the socioeconomic impacts of this goddamn coronavirus. We're hearing about people starving, food shortages, and things like this. So, <laughs> I think what people have to understand is there are different phases as to where we're at, what's going on, and how this is all going to unfold. And because we have a certain amount of people abide by. Uh, the social pressure, the social contagion, get into the get into the hysteria, buy into the fear, buy into all the craziness. We're now on the other side of this. I don't want to get too worked up because I will start yelling. I'll say this and I'll, I'll look at these topics and I'll tell you guys uh, some things. I am still working on my apology letter for our primary audience on our uh, flagship podcast apology letter where I'm acknowledging my inconsistency when looking at the coronavirus because I was saying with my analysis, my research, what I was looking at, what people were talking about, the hospital bed should have been filled by now. May 1st, May 15th. Shucks, we could even push it back down to May 15th. The hospital bed should have been filled. That was by my actual analysis, what I was reading, the research that I was coming up with. It's now May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, the beds aren't filled. We're learning that it's a, essentially a hoax. There's people essentially getting denied treatment. You got nurses twerking, doing TikTok videos over here, trying to look cute. Cancer patients are dying. <laughs> and that's that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. So as we're over here on the other side of this, as CDC uh, Director Robert Redfield has said, we've passed the peak, right? Now that we're on the other side of this, I really think people should think about, was this worth it? 30 million people out of jobs. Third world literally dying. Starvation like already happening. For for a poll. You get me? So <laughs> let me read some of these topics and then we'll get into this stuff. Uh, we're going to be talking about clearly the coronavirus. What I mentioned beforehand, the aftermath. Uh, we're going to go over gain of function, forced vaccines, contact tracing, which is something I feel like is very, very important. Uh, it's just the legal way to say we're going to come get your ass if you got a cough. Uh, we're also going to be talking about how to prevent calcification of the pineal gland as well as stopping 5G. We got a lot of questions over the couple of weeks of people asking us, hey, how do we stop the new world order? How do we stop this? How do I stop this? How do I get prepared? What the hell's going on? And I'll be honest, seeing some of these questions, part of me thinks like, good Lord, are these things you should be asking, my, asking me? Are these, uh, are these things you should be asking me? Find some quiet space out there in nature. 
Ask yourself these things. Dig a little bit deeper and you can find the answers that you're looking for. I'm not your Google. I'm not a crystal ball. I'm a random black dude on the internet. You've got the answers that you're looking for. All I can do is advise you along the way. So as I said before, the coronavirus, we're figuring out that it's essentially a weaponized cold. Some of the numbers that they're telling us are skewed, inflated. The, the, the models they're using are all crazy. Like, I think that's, that's what I was trying to reiterate at the start of all this, and that's why you didn't really see me post a lot of numbers because they want to terrify the hell out of people. You got to think, bro, there's like 32, 327 million Americans right now. And they're telling us that what? A hundred thousand of us are going to die. So we have to stop all of this. 30 million Americans don't have jobs. So let's just, you know, kill everybody over a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand people. I get what I'm saying. And I'm not trying to be like Machiavellian or any of that type of stuff. I'm really just trying to say, look at the lie that they had us buy into. We have a chance to either walk back from this lie expose it for what it is, or double down in the delusion. And that's where the contact tracing comes in. You get me a lot of people are saying, oh, this is a good thing. If we have time, I'll try to get into it. But, uh, you know, Bill Gates, Trump, the vaccine, and all these other things, and whether or not it will be mandatory. But something somebody wanted me to talk about right here, uh, which I feel like exemplifies a lot of these things, is the aftermath of the virus. People don't want to talk about the virus anymore. We're all understanding we're not immunologists, we're not virologists, biologists, epidemiologists, we're not that, okay? We're not that. But what we are are regular day people that got bills and stuff to pay, and we're all being affected by these types of things. So when we're talking about the aftermath, people can't go get jobs. You're seeing this now. Uh, I, I, I posted about it, let me see if I can pick it or pull it up over here on the page, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's right here, boom. Over 30 million Americans have lost their jobs in the last six weeks. Yeah. All those people don't have jobs. Nobody's, nobody's working. Nobody's, nobody's spending money. Nobody's saving money. Nobody's making money other than like the, the big box stores. And you guys heard me talk about that on our Instagram story uh, just last week. When you go out and you vote with your dollars, you vote with your lifestyle. When you go to those little, those mom and pop shops, you're helping put braces on a kid. You're helping with a mortgage payment. You're helping send a kid to college. You, you, you go to these, these big box stores, whose, whose, whose pockets are you lining? We're already seeing corporate fascism take, a place, take place here in America. Democracy's going right down the tube. It's being replaced by what, <laughs> what these corporate overlords deem as appropriate, deem as essential. So the aftermath. And the other part to this is uh, a new level of poor and rich social classes. This is something we talked about prior to the actual lockdowns, the quarantine that we're in right now. How? It's socialism for the rich, right? Capitalism for the poor. We got to sit up over here and hustle for every gat dang dollar we have. But these rich people over here, the ones that are dictating all these things, uh, they'll talk from you know up on high about how we need to share and be loving and care about people. But you know how they are. It's all a deceptive trap. You see, but let, let's let's dig a little bit deeper into that. The aftermath, the creation of like a new social classes. They wiped out the middle class. They wiped out the ability for people to work for themselves to not work for any one of these big, bigger corporations and more. 
I mean, good Lord, I think this is the answer that we were looking for whenever all of those CEOs stepped down from 2019 into now. Over 1,440 different CEOs leaving their posts into this time frame. Because essentially what we're going through right now is the socioeconomic and the socio-political reformation. There's no other way for me to really talk about these things other than to give you that broad term. 30 million Americans, I, forget, I don't know what the percentage of that is, like here in America, 30 million Americans going out of work, not having things to do, that's going to change the collective psyche of people. That's a question we have down here, if we can get into it, the effects of social distancing on the psyche. But let's talk about just that, the social classes that we see erupting right now. You're either going to be rich, you're either going to be poor, you know, kind of like me. Hey, it's cool. We got cookies, you know, we got cookies and uh, aloe vera juice, you know, or you're going to be ridiculously rich like Greta Thunberg and all these other people. You get what I'm saying? The idea is for them to remove, remove the ladder for us to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and put ourselves into uh, the higher classes, the upper echelons, so to speak. They're not going to have any more uh, any more entrepreneurs like that whole lifestyle. They're trying to get rid of these things. You get me? Disposable income. They're trying to get rid of that. That's why they have everybody everybody over here uh, clamoring to get their Trump bucks, sweet and in the pot for just that. I'm out here in New Mexico, uh, and I'm like everybody else, feverishly waiting for things to to, to open up. There's an article from my local news outlet talking about how because people are opening up. Niggas don't want to go, motherfuckers don't want to go back to work, bruh. They're making more money not working on, 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 on unemployment than they are actually working. And I knew that was going to happen in the first place, bro. It's called universal basic income. Haha, <laughs> you see how that works? Because they already have a label for it. You get me? Yeah, you guys caught me. I, I had a little bit of a slip. I got pissed. But I knew what it was. I knew what it was, and we all knew what it was. The idea is to uh, turn you into slaves. This is called techno serfdom, neo feudalism, where we are not even not even not even citizens. We're denizens. We're part of this techno this this new technocratic order. You get me? Well, they'll give you your money. You just got to shut the fuck up. You're not allowed to have any rights. You just you know get your money, go squirrel off, go do whatever it is you do. This is what I mean by the socioeconomic and the socio-political reformation. Habituating you to not, or incentivizing you not to work. There's no, there. you don't need to go back to work, bruh. There's nothing there for you. Hey, why don't you let daddy government, big brother, just give you that money. You'll be all right. You don't need to think for yourself. Just wait for your monthly injection and we'll take care of you. This is the, this is the, the, the mentality that's being promoted. That's why I had to take a break because all I was seeing was subservience and cowardice, submission. Not rebellion, not resistance, not conscious action, not people literally being woke like we would think. No, 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 no. It went from people holding up signs saying, give me my rights. Give me my rights. To saying, please, dear God, take my rights. Please, big brother, I don't need to think for myself. Oh, Lord in heaven, please, just take my rights. And that's where we're at right now. You take my rights. You better just give me that check, though. You see, they bought you off. You get me? They're buying people off. The same thing's going on with the COVID-19 deaths. I think it's like, what, like $39,000 per death? Some of, these, some, some of these hospitals are over here going bankrupt. 
And the only way they're able to like get back up on their feet is by declaring that, oh, we got COVID patients. That's why we're seeing the numbers go up. I'm getting angry, I'm getting frustrated. Let me talk about this real quick before I even switch into talking about the coronavirus and more. I think you guys understand what I'm talking about, about the, 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 the biggest wealth gap being created in our time frame, the elimination of the middle class. No more entrepreneurs. Nope. No more like you, like you got to think about it, guys. And this, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Like whenever the whole lockdown went down, I went out and specifically found different businesses that were still staying open and to give them my patronage to say, hey, I see you. I see you. But do you understand like the, 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 the mental spiritual connection I'm trying to explain right now? You get me? They're trying to get rid of that. The people that go out there and go start businesses, that go out there and take chances, that go out there and go provide for other people, right? These are the risk takers. These are, the, these are the people that are out there, I don't know, lining the pockets of your best friend, helping your other, helping your friend get like an apartment, you know, giving, giving employment to people trying to find cars, helping people get started on their feet. That's how this all works. They eliminate that. There's no real way for us to get up on our, on our feet. We got to start taking out loans and stuff. This is atrocious. This is dangerous. This is criminal. This is evil. What we're, what we're <laughs> collectively going through right now is literally going to be written about in the history books. So I'm very curious as to how the hell they're going to pull this off. You get me? Uh, so here, let me, let me continue on talking about the coronavirus because I feel like I spent way too much time on just this aspect of it. Um, somebody wanted me to talk about what the medical definition of gain of function is. This is what you guys have been hearing in relationship to the coronavirus. What is gain of function? It's essentially mutations. Mutations, 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 mutations. I think there's like over, they say there's like over, there's like over 30 different strains and thousands of different mutations right now. That's why some people are saying that the vaccine will essentially be, it'll be useless. There's no need for a vaccine because it's mutating at such a fast rate. And my whole mind is freaking out about them injecting a live variation of the virus into us and how that's gonna, you know, react inside of our biology adversely. But I digress. Let me read this. Read this. I'm reading from medicine.net. Uh, the, the medical author is William C. Shield Jr., MD, FACP, FACR. And it says that the gain of function mutation is a mutation that confers new or enhanced activity on a protein. Loss of function mutations, which are more common, result in reduced or abolished protein function. So what they're saying with the coronavirus, and this is what I was saying beforehand, uh, that there's 30 different strains, thousands of different mutations, it's evolving. This is why, this is, this is why I'm having a hard time trying to navigate this sticky situation because the protests will be, the second wave will be blamed on the protests. The second wave mutations that do come will be blamed on people opening up too early the mutations that will come from people uh, taking the vaccines, doing all these other crazy things. You get me? They're already setting the narrative and the stage up for us to, say, to hang ourselves. So let's get back to this. Uh, what, why is gain of function important when looking at the coronavirus? Well, because we're already having strange things pop out. That's why I don't want to say it's a definitive hoax and it's definitively real. I'm trying to figure out, again, how to navigate this because we are finding out that there are different things happening with it. I mean, just last night, I heard that people are losing, lo losing the feeling in their toes uh, who have coronavirus. 
And now you guys saw it this morning that we posted about we, we posted about 15 kids developing like an additional disease after catching the coronavirus. It's like a, another mutation. So what I'm what I'm trying to talk about is we don't know this virus. We really don't. And I'm trying to figure out everything I can about it. But at the same time, exposing how these people are trying to use this thing uh, to rob us of our rights, rob us of our medical freedom and take take everything from us. I mean, <laughs> that is that's why I freaked out about uh, Bill Gates teaming up with Madonna, Bill Gates teaming up with uh, Marina Abramovich. Like, that's why I've just been freaking out is because you see them intentionally exacerbating this issue, making it three times worse at the same time, providing these, these, these sketchy situations, these sketchy solutions that we, that we really don't know. People over here saying like Lady Gaga, cool. One of the performing chicks over there at the, uh, one world together. Propaganda show that we talked about a couple weeks ago. What I'm trying to break down to you guys is we are in such a sophisticated trap with this thing that I'm having a hard time trying to figure out how to navigate it. Uh, you guys may have seen me talk smack about QAnon and the Trump supporters because it looks like we're going along right with what Bill Gates wants, right with what Anthony Fauci wants, right with what everything everybody wants. Everybody wants to know, are, are these vaccines going to be mandated? How is this happening? Yeah, we're being told to trust the plan. So I'll figure out a way to explain this in a more cogent, cohesive way in the future. Uh, because what some people are saying does bear weight. You know, that Trump's letting these people roll all this stuff out there so they can put it all out there in the public, create a vaccine just so it can be optional instead of, you know, mandatory. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it's going to take more time, more research and more information for me to get for, for, for me to come together with you guys and talk about that in a, in, a, in a professional manner like I'd like to. Now, now that we're talking about coronavirus, I think this is a, something that actually kind of terrifies the hell out of me that I'm, I'm, I, I was kind of building up to talk about because it's just like, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you say to this? Uh, contact tracing. Contact tracing. For people that don't know what that is, essentially... Um, They're saying that a lot of people already have the coronavirus, that some people may be asymptomatic, asymptomatic carriers, not showing any symptoms, things like this as well. They want to create an army of people to go around and find people who may have coronavirus or been in contact with people that have coronavirus and figure out their information, figure out who they talked to, what they did, where they were, you know, what what's going on in their life. My problem with all that is, is, well, that's an infringement on my privacy, my personal life and everything else I'm doing. That to me is just like a covert way to instill medical tyranny. What I'm trying to say is these people are le legally trying to find a way to just disappear your ass if you got a cough. Legally. Last week we, we, we talked about this. Last week there was some crazy, crazy information coming out. You had Governor Cuomo of New York and then uh, Governor Newsom of California over here, like on the coasts of America talking to President Bill Clinton, like former President Bill Clinton, about like creating an army of, of, of contact tracer, an army of people to run around within society covertly and figuring out, hey, have you, been, have you come into contact with somebody that potentially has coronavirus? Now, whenever we all started covering this in relation to China, right, we saw a lot of people just get like snatched up off the street, 
uh, uh, barred inside of their like their apartment, snatched out of windows, all these different types of things. I thought, good Lord, that's crazy. That could only work in a communist system. Fast forward to now, because that was like in January, fast forward a couple months, Bill Clinton's like, hey, that's a great idea. I should create an army of people that can go around kidnapping people in the name of public health. In the name of public safety. That's why I'm saying big brother. Medical tyranny, medical freedom. That's, that's essentially what it is. It's authoritarianism under the guise of humanitarianism. Oh, we care about you. We care about everybody. Oh, we, we, we care. You're dangerous. Get your ass in the van. <laughs> Shut up. Put the ball gag on. Put the handcuffs on. The hell in the back van. Shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> and we may or may not let you out. We may or may not let you out. Yes, people are saying Bill Clinton. Yeah, Bill Clinton was talking to uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo and California Governor Gavin Newsom about creating an army of contact tracers to do what I just explained to you guys right there. Why did I talk about that prior to 30 million Americans being without a job? Because 30 million Americans got to eat, bro. People got to eat right now. People don't give a shit about like philosophical, being woke, being deep. People have to eat. You get me? So they, they, they've created a situation to where they've artificially like made us all poor, made us all weak, made us all broken to where we can't work or think for ourselves. And the only thing that they've offered us as an alternative is to come work for this authoritarian system that's designed to rob us of our rights. It's like even before that, like the week before this or the week before discovering this, I remember Governor Newsom of California doing like a backhanded slap to people saying, hey, no, we're not going to open up. You can't open up your store, but you can come volunteer. Yeah, yeah, you can't work for yourself, but if you want to come work for the government free of charge, you can come do that. I'm like, the, the overt level of authoritarianism is dangerous. And, and the reason they're doing this is because, well, we were cowards the first wave. Hell yeah, they're going to keep pushing. And that's why we have to have pushback. And as you see that pushback, people having the reopen uh, protests, business owners opening up, right? You're going to see them say, oh, well, look at the deaths. We shouldn't have reopened. Oh, oh, look at all you with your freedoms. Oh, how, how dare you put the death numbers up? Release the murder hornets, you know, release the real bioweapon. You, you see what I'm saying? You have to understand the sick and sadistic and almost satanic mindset that we are up against. I wanted to talk about, um, it's so crazy because I haven't, uh, this is like riding a bike sometimes. I'm trying to switch gears, <laughs> even though, pun intended. Um, I'm trying to switch gears to talk about how to prevent calcification of the pineal gland and how virus uh, vi vaccines and all this other stuff play into it. But I'm just thinking, my God, trying to do this is like trying to get back up on a bike, man, uh, trying to get the gears working, pulling all the pieces together and explaining all this stuff. It's <laughs> pretty difficult, pretty, pretty difficult. Um, but yeah, how to prevent the calcification of the pineal gland? How does this tie into contract, taste, contract contact tracing, vaccines, medical tyranny, and all these other things. 
fluoride in the water you know they put fluoride in. they put so many chemicals in the water i mean think about it people over here talk about public health crisis good lord dude flint still doesn't have friggin' water like the entirety that i've been here doing this i've been talking about flint needing water the whole time that the dakota the north dakota access pipeline protests were going down same thing was going on in flint saying hey minnewakane water is life flint flint still needs water how to prevent the calcification of the pineal gland. Look at what the hell they've done to people. We're broken down. We're destitute. We're, we're, we're disheveled. We're disenfranchised from our power. We're weak. We're scared. We're confused. We're insecure. We're doubtful. We're, 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 we are so polarized that we're not centered. How to prevent the calcification of the pineal gland. You guys might hear my neighbors over there being ghetto, laughing, talking, screaming, playing with my chickens. How to prevent the, 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 the calcification of the pineal gland. You know, what people have to understand is with these vaccines, they are literally designed to go in and destroy certain receptors in the brain. You get me? This is kind of like what I was alluding to a couple weeks ago uh, with, 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 with Bill Gates' vaccine, uh, Elon Musk's brain chip and how in, 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 in combination, one was designed to erode your pineal gland while the other was designed to uh, simulate your pineal gland. What we're learning, and I think that's why everybody's tripping out about these vaccines, is that it's not only chemical, we're also dealing with stuff that's radiological, biological, and technological. They are admitting that they wanna put uh, nanotech inside of these vaccines, okay? So we are now talking about biotech. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to explain to people as I switch gears here is that these vaccines, these things that they're giving us, are not designed to actually heal us or to restore us back to whole, to make us whole. They're actually designed to be band-aids on scars. You see. How to prevent the calcification of the pineal gland. I see people here saying that uh, you know, what is that, tamarind? You know, get clean water. Uh, there, there's so many different things to, to, to explain with this that I think the simplest way I can explain it is by getting activated. A lot of people's pineal glands are just deactivated. A lot of people have been brainwashed, dumbed down, you know, pacified, put into like a trance-like state. When, when, I, when I'm getting up over here, getting fired up, talking essentially about like the state of, the state of, the current state of events, humanity, when I get up over here and get fired up about explaining my relationship with God, the deeper spiritual connection that I have, uh, the amount of work that has taken me personally to get to this place, you you you, <laughs> I, I, you 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 don't have that type of revelation. You don't get to these types of places with without understanding like deeper spiritual connections. Like I was watching something the other day, and they were talking about this guy. I think his name is James Ray. He's like a four. He was he was on The Secret. He was on Oprah. He was this uh, uh, motivational speaker guru guy, and they talked about him simulating breakthroughs. And I'm very glad that they used that that phrase because what he was doing was going around running sweat lodges uh, five times more intense than they than they normally should, trying to simulate breakthroughs. I talk about it on the show all the time, the dorm room shamans, the people that are over there doing the DMT and the ayahuasca claiming they're seeing aliens and all this other shit when really it's demons. They're simulating a breakthrough. You're not having a real breakthrough. You're simulating one. 
how to prevent your calcif the, the, pre preventing the calcification of the pineal gland, well, you've got to look at how did it get calcified in the first place? Did you work back from that position? Did you clean up your diet? Did you get your mind right? If it's garbage in, it's going to be garbage coming out. But if people don't take the time to see these things, and if they, you know, engage in lower level, lower vibrational states, when they do these different types of things, you've got to understand that this affects you. This affects your biochemistry. This affects your mental space. This affects what's going on. The question is this, how to prevent the, the calcification of the pineal gland. Really look at how, how we got that, that in the first place. You see, people being dumbed down. You know, why they attack the non-physical. This was a question that somebody asked me. Uh, people being dumbed down. It's a legit thing. Um, in my other room, I have a book from Charlotte Iserby. She's from the U.S. Department of Education. I think she read it back in like 1980 or 1990. But it talks about the deliberate dumbing down of America. And how that's a real thing. People are dumb as shit, bro. People don't know how to talk. People don't know how to hold a conversation. People don't care about things. We spent a lot of, a lot of the last year explaining like the apathy, the nihilism, you know, and all these other things. People legit don't care. And what do you think that's going to do to your brain after like extended periods of time? You've been told not to think like, oh, it's cool to be some scumbag that don't give a shit about nothing. What do you think that's going to do after a while? Walking through life, being apathetic, hoping to God that you just die. What do you think that's going to do? You're going to cut yourself off from God. You're going to cut yourself off from humanity. You're going to cut yourself off, period. But you see, that's what they've done. And now that we're cut off, we're fearful. We're scared. So hell yeah, we would run inside of our houses and put on, put on, put on the mask and put on the gloves and watch Netflix. And hell yeah, I'm important because I'm fighting a war. Hell yeah, we would do that. We don't know anything else. We haven't taught ourselves anything different. You get me? Hell yeah, we would. <laughs> the reason all of this shit is happening is because we have an entire generation of people that has been programmed. Let me explain to you what I'm trying to say. I'm over here at a baseball game. You guys remember that, right? When they used to have baseball games. I'm over there at a baseball game and they were playing like some song. I don't know what it was, but all the kids and there's all the kids in the stands and the bleachers, they just started doing that like weird robot arm thing. And I'm sitting there with my girlfriend watching as an entire stadium of children like our program they just they just get up and they all just start doing like the arm dance thing and i'm like wow uh because everybody else is laughing they're saying it's cute ha 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 laughing and i'm thinking to myself like good lord all these kids have already been like incepted they've already been programmed all of them so hell yeah we would have an entire generation of parents voter followers who would brainwash the hell out of their kids saying hell yeah go along with this we like you, you you really have to understand like the the mentality that's being promoted. And I think that's why I'm freaking out, is because I guess I'm expecting more people like myself to get up out here and to talk about this type of stuff, but instead you have cowardice. You have fear. You have shame, you have guilt, you have insecurity, you have doubt. And when I say that people haven't been been, been the people haven't taught themselves to think different, that people haven't taught how to, to, to taught themselves how to go out of the way to look for truth. They don't have a love of the truth. You see, they love the delusions. They love the lies. They look forward to it. This is something I talked about with my exclusive members uh, just this past Friday, how people are so in love with the lies and the delusion. Oh, I want to be important. Oh, I want to be special. Look at me. I'm doing my part. 
And see, that's the problem. Everybody's going along. Everybody's going along. And so what we're seeing right now uh, are the ramifications of a society being programmed. Whenever I'm getting over here, putting these posts out, doing these types of shows every every Tuesday and then doing the posts and do, doing what I do, I program it myself, think for myself. I, I, this is what I'm doing. But I guess I'm expecting everybody else to think for themselves. Precisely, B59, it is the blind leading the blind. And that's why we're learning right now that all of this stuff, the hoax, the, 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 the steps that were taken were not supposed to be taken. And that's, that, that says it all right there. So let me talk about this real quick with the time we have, because I feel like it's, it is important. You know, I'm talking about the program population, uh, the dumbing down of civilization, how we're all just, you know, going along to get along. We don't want to buck the system, bro. That's scary. Hell no, they'll come for me. I don't want to do that. I don't want to stand up because if I stand up, I could be put down. Shucks, I don't want to do that. No. No, what I would prefer to do is to go home, put on my mask, you know, watch Netflix and Grubhub until there's no more food, you stupid bastard. That's why they're having food shortages. Oh, you, but you don't care about that. Keep getting more into the delusion, more into the lie. But you see what I'm saying? It, it, it comes from a place of ignorance. It comes from a place of denial. And because we have a lot of people who have embraced the delusions, embraced the lie, not taught themselves discernment, not taught themselves how to research, not taught themselves how to think for themselves. Well, guess what? This is it. This is it. This is it, bro. This is what happens when you have all kinds of people just following the next thing, following orders. This is legit why you have, uh, because it's a respiratory illness, right? Coronavirus. Why the fuck did they give these people ventilators? You're blowing out their lungs every time you do this. But because people aren't thinking for themselves, looking at it, saying, oh my God, my patient's getting worse with this ventilator treatment. Jesus, what do I do? They say, oh, well, well, don't think, you know, the orders are from on top. Kill them with the ventilators. Better not give them that vitamin C. Looks like these guys are having success. You better not do that. And so this is the sick society that we've, we've become, you see. This is the sick society that we've become. Order takers, obedient, uh, followers. It's very, very silly and very, very sad to see. Um, I'll say this and I'll, I'll get into the next topic, but I think that this is why, like in a weird way, I feel like this is why this adversity has to happen in order for growth to take place. I feel like this had to happen, some type of virus or some type of uh, not cataclysmic event, but some something something along something like this that could create protocols and an infrastructure uh, for this type of medicine for this type of treatment, but at the same time expose how we're really not ready for a lot of things. We're not caught up to date for a lot of things. You see, so that's why I'm having like a weird time uh, keep getting my head around this is because this is a good thing in some ways. It it, it it wakes America up to all these other things that are going on. Our dependency upon China, uh, our our authoritarian and covert government officials who have their own political agendas. This is a, it's a, it's a very, very convoluted message. That's why people are saying it's the great awakening because we're experiencing a lot of different things right now, you see. But let me move on, let me move on to this next topic. 
because I really feel like it's something that people should understand. The effects of social distancing on the psyche. One of them, one of the things, I'm going to try to get Charles Cast of Truth is Terrorism on, because everything that's unfolding right now is everything that we've talked about for the years that he's been coming on the show. One of the things I talked about with Charles Cast of Truth is Terrorism about in relation to veganism is that some people, whenever they take veganism to the extreme, they literally ignore what their body is telling you. Like, like if their bodies are deteriorating, if their bones are calcified, or if they're decalcifying themselves, like if their, their, their bones are eating themselves, they're withering away, you know, they're unable to keep certain foods down and all these different types of things, they're literally devoting themselves more to the religion of veganism than literally hearing what's happening to their body and getting more in the sink. They're more down with the religion of veganism than getting in, getting control. I thought that was the whole idea with veganism is to, you know, take care of your body, get a little bit more centered, care more, and uh, essentially eliminate all these different types of wastes, so to speak. Let food be your medicine, right? Let plants and vegetables, fruits and things like this be your medicine. But if that's the case, then why were people deteriorating? We'll deal with that on another day. Or you can go listen to the previous episodes where we've had Charles Kasten of Truth is Terrorism on to talk about these types of things. I say that because that's the same thing with social, dis social distancing. They're using a, 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 a label, a, 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 a title. They're, using, they're, they're coming up with their own language to incept ideas in your brain. You get me? Like, social distancing is just another way to say, like, social engineering. When they're telling you to engage in social distancing, think about that. Precisely, social distancing is antisocial. I'm antisocial. But putting a label on it begins to, 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 to categorize it. You see. Let me get back to this, the, the, the simplicity of the question. The effects of social distancing on the psyche. Whenever this all came out, I wanted to explain that the Heart Math Institute a couple years ago did a study on the electromagnetic field that your heart emanates. You get me? That that your heart has like a, 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 a field. You have an aura. There's no other way to say it. Like you have an etheric field. You have an aura. You get me? The, six, the social distancing guideline says that you have to be apart six feet. Well, how far out does my aura extend? Like you got, I got this bubble up here. How far out does my aura extend? Is it two feet, three feet, six feet? On a good day, it probably could be six feet. If I was just breathing with energy like I like to, it could probably be six feet. But because we're so scared and confused and weak and oh, oh, paranoid, it's going to shrink. You get me? The effects of social distancing on the psyche is to show you that you're, you're not special, to show you that you're, you're just like everybody else. You better abide by this. You're just another robot. You better follow these orders. You better not think for yourself. You better not hug somebody. You better not shake hands. Think about that authoritarian level of control. But why, that's, that's why I had to explain it. They're not going to go out right and control you. They're going to get you to control yourself. You get me? And if you don't control yourself, that's where the social pressure comes in. But I guess I don't give those shits. Like, <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, but I'm not going to go off on a jag. I don't give those fucks. Go ahead and call cops on me. I don't give those fucks, bro. 
the effects of social distancing on the psyche is, is as such. People are going through hard times right now. So your idea is to clearly, you know, have communion, con like connect with your fellow human being. But if you are so terrified that you only think the only way for you to be safe is to listen to some shadowy organization that told you social distancing, think about this. You're, 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 you're telling yourself to ignore what your instincts are telling you and, 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 and going along with it. And what's even worse about it, you've got crooked scumbag cops that are just like, hey, you're not over there social distancing, I'll fucking I'll arrest the hell out of you. And that's what I mean by the social pressure. This is why we posted about the, 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 the NYPD police union calling out the coward, the cowardly city officials saying, hey, get the cops out of social distancing enforcement. This is also where the contact tracers come in. You see, because that's not the cop's job. Real talk. Yeah, they can enforce certain things, but they don't have to do that. The effects of social distancing on the psyche. What we're seeing right now is the authoritarian creep. That's my little chicken. What we're seeing right now is the authoritarian creep into our lives. And I pointed this out. Um, the authoritarian technocratic creep into our lives. I got to say this real quick and then I'll, I'll, I'll keep going back into it. My little baby chicken, I only got like a, I only got one rooster and he's just now learning how to roo. I think he's like nine, nine weeks old. I'll say this and I'll get back into this stuff. I'll make you, I'll make, I'll make you guys laugh. I got like six new chickens, I think. Yeah. And they're all named after like viruses and like eat like crazy things. I've got Corona and Violet. I've got Apaco and Lipsis. And then I've got Arma and Gideon. You get it? So like Coronavirus, Armageddon, and Apocalypse. Yeah. And my only my only rooster is a my only rooster is Corona. So Corona, the crown, the little I forget what his uh, what his breed is, but my Roo, my only boy, is named Corona. And he's got his pickings, man. He's got like six chickens to get up in. So, and my other chickens, they're named after video game characters. One's named Blaziken from Pokemon. The other's named Chocobo. And the other, and the, and the white one's named uh, Burfo. Furbo. Burfo or Furbo. Yeah, you guys are seeing me totally get derailed. That's why when I tell you I come up over here, it's very hard for me to get like super serious and just like world ending because... I have so much stuff to take care of around here that I'm, I'm already preoccupied. Like I'm trying to run. Um, I'll say this and I'll start getting back. I'll get back into this. I'm a growing echinacea. I'm growing echinacea, parsley, other herbs and things like this. And I have hemp tea bags. So what I'm doing around is I'm going through selling hemp echinacea bags or hemp tea or hemp echinacea tea. Yeah. And then I try to slide in like, hey, you want some eggs? I got those too. You know what? How about you just go ahead on in and just drop my number down? I got a couple other things you might be interested in. Um, but that's what I'm doing whenever I'm not over here taking care of this and other things as well. But you guys get the point. I think we might be running out of time. I think we have probably several more minutes, six or several more minutes. I want to end it. We were going to be talking about um, 
before I got all distracted with stuff, higher education, brainwashing, do we need college? You know, when are the robots coming, stopping 5G, SpaceX's SkyTrain and its purpose? Uh, a lot of a lot of great topics. But I, I think I want to kind of end on this note that what people are experiencing right now, what we're collectively going through right now, is the technocratic scientific dictatorship suddenly work its way into our lives. And that's why Bill Clinton, working with Governor Andrew Cuomo and Governor Gavin Newsom to create an army of contact tracers, is just that. They're saying that we're moving into a new phase. Them creating the, 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 the trace force in parallel to the space force is everything I was trying to explain here. When we're talking about geospatial intelligence, uh, what is it? It's like panopticonic surveillance. I don't know. What it, I don't know. I, I don't want to use that term, but but you get what I'm trying to say. They want to be able to have unilateral control over what's going on. They want to be able to see: Did you get the vaccines? Did you take your medicines? Are you literally on the program? You see what I'm saying? We have to understand the days that we're into, and what what tactics they will use to get their desired outcome. And when I say that we're inside of a trap right now, that we bet that we've been into uh, the hysteria to some degree and that we have to kind of dial it back. All we have is the fight right now. People are thinking that we're going to get out of this simple, that, you know, we'll be able to go back to normal next week. Uh-uh. I hate to, I, I legit hate to tell you that, but we are, we are in for the fight. It's going to be different from every state. Everybody's going to have a different situation. We're all pushing to get back to normal. This is why I can only tell you to vote with your dollars and vote with your lifestyle. But you're already seeing that pushback. You're already seeing these governors not want to give up power. It's like, no, 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 no. This is my state. I don't believe in constitution. No, 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 no. Freedoms. Ha, that's so 2019. It's 2020 now. You don't got those. <laughs> this, is, this is the problem. So all we have is the fight. All we can do is continue to fight, put this information out there. And the sad truth is, is until we get some new people in that system and start talking about some of these newer ideas, freedom-oriented and liberty-minded individuals, we're going to see more of this, more of the authoritarianism, more of the command and control, more of the obedience, more of the submission, you see. So, I'm, 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 we are, we are in a, a very, very interesting time, guys. Like, I really wish I could come up over here and talk to you guys about everything that's going on and Try to put like a nice little bow on it, you know. But I'm telling you, because because of where I'm positioned and how up until this point I didn't really see like any no no pushback, no no drive. People thinking like everything's cool, like just just sit back and chill, bro. What are you doing? You're tripping. We had somebody say that just the other week. Like, wow, how dare you tell people to take their freedoms back? Don't you know that's dangerous? It's like wow. Should I just sit inside and then declare that my four walls are my freedom? Because it sounds like a velvet cage. It sounds like a prison and a hell. Doesn't sound like something I would want to live in. But that's where they've got us. You see. So we've really got to understand what world these people are creating for us and what their intentions are. And when I've asked you guys this question time and time again, what morals, what ethics, what guidelines, what standards, what are we bringing into the new world order? Does anybody care? Hardly. And so I'll say this and I'll start wrapping stuff up. When I said that at the start of all this, I hope to God our liberties are intact when we get through this. 
I still mean that. Because you already have people saying, hey, no, lockdown is cool. Hey, no, put the gloves on. Hey, no, just don't don't care about things. Trust the trust government. God Emperor Trump will root it out. God Emperor Trump has to declare martial law so he can root out the deep staters. Isn't that what we heard? And just like that, our freedoms are gone. All under the guise of what? Medical <laughs> medical tyranny is all it is. Robbing us of our freedoms in the name of public health. So I wish I could get up over here and talk to you guys about, you know, some of the good things that are that are happening right now. But I think that where we are positioned with what's happening, a lot of bad stuff has to happen in order for us to to get to where we're trying to go. Um, I'm trying to figure out a way to, um, I'll say this and I'll start closing stuff out for people. I'm trying to figure out a way to come up with like another narrative to put out there to people because I'm not down to sit up over here and be doom and gloom, but not talk about like alternatives. I know people are going to care more about the environment after this. The whole, the whole Green New Deal is essentially going to be like what we're experiencing right now, where they're shutting down factory farms, where they're shutting down uh, coal plants, where they're shutting down uh, the, 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 the ability to have gas production, where they're going to advocate like green energy and all this other stuff. I've already told you that throughout the entirety of this. I see that narrative already forming. So how do we kind of hijack that narrative for us as we, as, as we exit this? To have like a discussion about what freedoms and liberties are. So I'm trying to figure out a way to explain this to people. What's going to happen on the other side of this? You know, shorter work days, right? Uh, being able to work from home. Uh, that's why I asked the question, when are the robots coming? Because certain people won't, won't want to go back to these environments. But what you've got to understand is we're in the, 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 the beginning phases of them implementing this anti-human, um, anti-God, pro-Earth, pro-technology, technocracy. You see, and so when this whole system is designed to remove humanity from it, we've got to begin to have a discussion about what's important about us, what we want to what what we want to take into the future, and more. So, <laughs> interesting days, nonetheless. We truly are living in like historic days. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be having you guys join us to talk about these topics and more, the coronavirus, the corona hoax, um, you know, the vaccine agenda. Why aren't healthy and holistic treatments being promoted to the people? Bill Gates, um, whether or not you guys think the vaccine will be mandatory, all these things and more. We're going to be talking about all these good things on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you for tuning in to this edition of Factions of Freedom, Instagram Live. Instagram Tuesday, Instagram crew day. I will be again here with you guys next Tuesday. What date is that? 12th. I'll be here again with you great people on the 12th to do the very same thing. Hopefully we won't be quarantined or thrown inside of one of these uh, <laughs> FEMA camps. Hopefully we'll still be here with our chickens and our herbs. <laughs> uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in. I will be right back to take a quick Momentary break, feed the dogs, feed the chicks, take care of things, and I will be right back with your questions and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Instagram, and we'll be right back right after this. <laughs> 